Hey everyone, it's Max here. Before we jump into our Eurovision preview episode, I just want to do a quick plug for a cool new project that I'm involved in called ESC in Context. So ESC in Context is a platform for long-form Eurovision content, so that means deep dives, analyses, roundtables, personal stories, and other stuff like that. Uh, that's all aimed at furthering our collective understanding of the Eurovision Song Contest and its place in the world, aka putting Eurovision in context. Haha. Um, anyway, we've got a few pieces up already on the site at escincontext.com, so I encourage you to go and check those out because they are all really great. And another one of our aims is also to amplify new and diverse perspectives on this contest. So since you listen to this podcast, we know that you're super smart and that you have tons of great ideas. So we want to hear from you. Uh, if you have a piece that you want published or just an idea that you need help fleshing out, or you want to share your personal story of what your vision means to you and how it's changed your life, we've got a whole team of editors ready to help you out and get that idea published. So you can find more details about that at escincontext.com slash contribute. We cannot wait to hear from you. And now what you actually tuned in for. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max. I am here with my lovely co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Hey, everyone. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It is Eurovision Week! Woo! Woo! We made it. We made it to Eurovision Week. It's very exciting. We're vaccinated. It's Eurovision Week. The cicadas are here in D.C. It's like my, it's like my best week of the year. <laughs> If you are from Europe, cicadas are like these very big bugs that make a lot of noise. And they only come out once every 17 years. And I think Eurovision is just going to be drowned out regardless of where we are. But we'll try to we'll try to listen in. That won't stop me from dancing to Loco Loco. So. <laughs> um, okay, before we get started in some big news uh, that was revealed a few days ago, the American Song Contest actually got picked up by a U.S. broadcaster and will be coming to our screens on NBC in 2022. We're all very excited about that, but we know that you're here for our predictions for Eurovision 2021, and I'm sure we'll have content for the ASC at some later point. So stay tuned for that. Based on our contract negotiations, <laughs> not committing to anything yet. <laughs> but... Let's start our official predictions show. So first up, let's talk about the first semifinal and who we think is going to qualify from that. So in the first semifinal, in running order, we have Lithuania, Slovenia, Russia, Sweden, Australia, North Macedonia, Ireland, Cyprus, Norway, Croatia, Belgium, Israel, Romania, Azerbaijan, Ukraine, and Malta. So, of those, who do we think are definite qualifiers? I think Lithuania, for sure. Um, I think Israel, uh, Malta, uh, Ukraine, Azerbaijan, Norway, and Russia. I mean, I agree with most of that. I think Azerbaijan is going to struggle. I think their staging just isn't up to par with what we expected. 
maybe people who weren't expecting anything from Azerbaijan are going to be like, okay, it's fine. But I don't know. It just really was meh for me. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think I agree. Everyone else is really strong. I feel like this one feels like it should be easy because it's only 16 people, but it still is so strong that it's difficult. Mm -hmm. I think I have for my definite Lithuania, Cyprus, Norway, Ukraine, and Malta, I would say are definitely going through. The other ones, I think the ones who most likely will go through are Russia, Sweden, and Israel, I would have. And then I think... Then the last two spots, I feel like, are kind of a toss-up. I have Australia and Ireland going through, kind of just based on my personal preference. But I feel like Croatia, Belgium, Romania, Azerbaijan, Australia, Ireland are kind of all fighting for those last two spots. And it's kind of... I'm not going to get into the specifics of who's voting for who. Uh, but I think <laughs> that's what it might kind of come down to there. Yeah, I definitely see that. Um, I think I agree with you guys that like Malta, Cyprus, Lithuania, Ukraine, and Israel are are definite qualifiers. Um, I think I think Russia will definitely make it, partly because Azerbaijan is also in this semi, so I think they're going to exchange twelve points. But yeah, I think everyone else is kind of either on the on the fence, or I think like North Macedonia and Slovenia have no chance. Yes. But everyone else is definitely fighting for those last few spots. I think really on the edge is Norway. I can't really tell if it's going to do really well or just barely qualify, if at all. But I can see I it going I have a feeling it's going to do really well just because of a lot of the other countries in the category. I think songs that like probably aren't going to do super well is there are quite a few bops in here mm -hmm. so you're gonna probably have a vote split with um azerbaijan croatia israel israel cyprus cyprus yeah like mm -hmm. so i find i like out of all of those i'd just be surprised if someone decided like oh croatia is the bop that i'm gonna go with in the semi like, yeah. I, I don't see that happening. That's fair. And I'd be interested to see, just because Sweden's been so strong these years, and this isn't necessarily their strongest, but, I mean, it's still, like, the production quality of Sweden to see whether or not they're able to pull it through and squeeze out into, into, the, into the final. Yeah, I think Sweden is interesting this year because I don't think it's a sure qualifier. Like in every, I think every other year, like it was just no doubt that Sweden's gonna yeah. go through this year. I I think it'll qualify, but I'm also not, I'm not like a hundred percent confident in that. Yeah. And yeah, I think Croatia is like the sad one. I think might actually end up not making it, mm -hmm. even though it's actually one of my favorite songs this year. Um, just because, like you said, I think there's gonna be some votes splitting among the bops, and of the ones here, I think it between the staging and the song is probably one of the least strong ones, unfortunately. Dark Horse to qualify, I do think, is actually Romania. Uh, I think people really have responded to the song positively from my just experience, like mm -hmm. talking to people who aren't like even super into Eurovision or um, whatever. But um, that all depends on the staging. Like Roxanne really has to bring it. Mm -hmm. and, you know, that can go kind of either way. She's young. She could be super nervous. I know she has been in rehearsals, so... It really depends, but I think if she stages it really well and is confident in it, then that could be a dark horse to go through, for sure. 
what's <laughs> kind of sad is like I feel like Ireland is falling into the trap that it has the past couple of years where like it's actually not a bad submission but I just I don't see it going through with all the other songs that I hear and like Leslie Roy did what she had to like Maps is mm-hmm. a, at least in my opinion like a much stronger submission and it is actually a good song but I just don't see a way through for it given the um the competition that's in with this semi yeah although i will say the staging is really innovative and it's risky so if they can pull it off i think they can also be a dark horse qualifier but if if it's even a little bit off i don't think it's any chance yeah i have ireland going through as to my dark horse because they do have that innovative staging and i disagree that we're definitely going to lose some bops to like history (laughs) in this one Mm -hmm. um I just, like, can't put Romania through on principle because I think the song is bad. But, like, I already know, like, Romania is going to get through over, like, Israel or Ireland or, like, something that I really like, and I'll be mad about it. Yeah. I think Belgium, just because it is so different from everything else in this semi, has, like, a slight chance of qualifying. Oh, yeah. I think that they have a better chance than, like, than the lower-level bops that we mentioned. Because mm-hmm. it is different, and if you are, like, our age and European, like, there is a lot of pride in Hooperphonic just because they did manage to, like, make it, you know, yeah, into like, the man. global, yeah, exactly, into a global setting. So, however, I feel like that has also hurt contestants before, um, because people are like, no, like, this is for new meat you know <laughs> and then they actually get super low scores so that's also possible yeah what do we think about australia are they going to break their <laughs> qualifying streak do we think i like don't put a lot of stock in them going through although i do hope they do i mean they if, of anyone who could use a pre-recorded performance <laughs> it's kind of australia because of the really risky vocals and the rehearsal clip seemed like she was hitting the notes but I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if, like, people on the jury are going to feel bad for her because she's been, like, crying in press conferences about how she's going to be there, or if they're going to be like, we don't give a shit about you, you're not even here. Like, I think it's, like, a very big question mark. I mean, I think I, I kind of, like, said my piece, what I thought about <laughs> her, you know, performance uh, before. Like, it hasn't changed with staging, and even it's just don't like the song I don't like her voice there's really not a lot that I like about her so I would be totally fine if she were the one to like <laughs> break their streak and Australia didn't qualify this time around but there's also something to be said about like can you imagine like not that this song would ever win but like a contestant actually winning Eurovision and not being there like that would be so <laughs> weird that would be really weird but I take your point that actually, if anyone is going to benefit from this live on tape thing, it's going to be Montaigne. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, yeah, that vocal can be pretty shaky live. And they get, I think, three takes for the live on tape thing. So they can pick the best one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, potentially blessing in disguise. 
but that is such a weird rule <laughs> they get three takes and they can pick the best one like i i, I get it but like i mean how are they like, gonna know like <laughs> they i mean as like, many takes as they want like no there's like, a representative from the ebu who's monitoring the takes i was gonna say like yeah. if it were up to me like you'd have to get it on the first take and like it would you know because Three takes, that's an advantage over others. Like, they don't get three... I mean, they had all the rehearsals, but yeah, they're not... Yeah, but takes. they can yeah. also have... Like, Montaigne can also rehearse and then have a take. I don't know what the rule is about, like, how many times, like, the person doing the live-on-tape thing gets to be on, like, the stage to get to tape it on. You know what I mean? I feel like this isn't that important. No. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Especially since, I mean... Australia is not going to qualify. Hopefully, so. also that Montaigne is the only person who needs a live on tape. Well, Although, I thought that Netherlands contracted COVID. The delegation. No, so some of the delegations, like I think it was like I don't remember which one, Romania and Poland or something, um, or Iceland and one of them. Um, one member of their delegation contracted COVID, and so now they're in isolation. They all got tests, so we'll see. So TBD, but um, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, all the contestants who are in, currently in Rotterdam get to perform uh, at their semifinals and in the grand final if they make it. So moving on to semifinal number two. So in the running order, we have San Marino, Estonia, Czech Republic, Greece, Austria, Poland, Moldova, Iceland, Serbia, Georgia, Albania, Portugal, Bulgaria, Finland, Latvia, Switzerland, and Denmark. Oh, what a way to end such a great Sami, rocking out with some Denmark vibes. <laughs> I mean, that is a prestigious position to be in. Deuce poe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who are your definite qualifiers from this Sami? San Marino? Mm. For sure. Uh, Said it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one. No, um, Iceland, also for sure. I feel like Bulgaria is gonna make it through. Uh, Latvia, Finland, Denmark, Switzerland. Um, oh wait, no, Denmark's not gonna make it through. Sorry. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I mean, here's the thing: is like I would love that. But being realistic, <laughs> I don't know. No. Anyways, yeah. that's my. That's funny. I actually think it will go through. But you I don't do? think it's a definite. Not in oh. like a, because it's a good way. No, no, Just I, in that, like, what I think, think it realistically will go through. I have as my definite scoring through, I would say San Marino, Greece, Iceland, Bulgaria, Finland, Switzerland as kind of like the half I think will definitely go through. People I think will go through probably kind of in order is like Serbia and Denmark. I think Portugal will probably go through just because it's kind of different. Mm -hmm. um, and then if, I forget if I said Greece yet, but then I think Greece and Austria will go through. I feel like Austria is kind of my dark horse because people have been saying that it's pretty good live and it did seem pretty good. And I think that people do kind of like that vibe. I don't think Latvia will go through. I think it's just, like, kind of too much of a hot mess. And the last half of that semifinal is, like, pretty stacked. Like, it's 
it would pop out more if it was between other things, but then, like, with Finland right before it, and then, like, just a lot of good songs that I think it might be kind of just, like, a weird moment. I'm surprised by how far up you put Denmark and, like, actually making it through this. I mean, I think Denmark is going to make it through because it's the last song and people remember it, and it's very odd. And then I don't think Moldova will make it through, although the odds would disagree with me on that. Yeah, I think, so I agree with you guys on, like, Switzerland, Bulgaria, Iceland... We'll definitely make it in, and San Marino, of course. I think those are my only, like, definite qualifiers. I think Finland has a pretty good chance because it stands out, although I hate that song. So I hope it doesn't, but I think it will probably go through. I think Greece will go through just because I feel like that staging is now kind of super weird and <laughs> people will remember it, and also it's still kind of a bop. I think Portugal will also probably go through. I don't know about Serbia. I think Serbia, it really just depends on that running order. Um, cause they are, they're after Iceland, which is a big, big shoes to fill, but it's also pretty different. So I don't know. And yeah, I think my, my like verge of qualifying is probably Moldova, Albania, Austria, and Denmark. Like all of them could and all of them couldn't mm-hmm. at the same time, for sure. I really want Latvia to qualify. And I think there's a universe, if it is just, like, really perfectly staged and memorable, mm-hmm. because it is batshit, but if it's batshit in a good way, then I think maybe it could qualify. I don't have high hopes, but I really want it to. And then I think, unfortunately, Estonia, not unfortunately, fortunately, okay. Estonia, Georgia, you know and what? Poland have no chance. Shush. <laughs> I'm surprised Czech Republic is as low in the odds as it is. Actually, that Czech Republic is my dark horse. Because I really like that song. I think Benny is a great performer. I don't really understand why it's low in the odds. That's the only reason I'm not putting it as a definite qualifier. Because people seem to not agree with me on that. But like if, were, if I hadn't looked at the odds, I think it would absolutely be a, like a definite qualifier. But... I think people just aren't connecting with it as much as I am, so I don't know. I don't know. I really love the song, but I also feel underwhelmed by the staging, to be honest. I don't think it stands out as much. I, I wouldn't put it... my heart in, in Uka. <laughs> of course. Do you really think he's going to qualify now? There's a, there's a potential. By just no, out no. Denmark for Uku. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> Obviously, I want, I want Denmark to go first. Listen... I'm just saying that they could be the dark horse of this particular round. I think that um, there isn't a crap ton of ballots here. Am I wrong? They're really, I mean, there's like Austria and mm-hmm. Georgia and like kind of Albania. Never mind, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like scrolling down the list and I was like, oh, fuck, never mind. <laughs> there are really not a lot of ballots in the semi. Yeah. No. So, I mean, that's one reason I think Austria is really going to stand out. Yeah, but look at his face. When the audience sees his face, they'll be transfixed. But also, like, Benny is hot. (laughs) This is true. Benny is hot. And charismatic, unlike Uku. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that'll be Battle of the Hot Boys for the qualification. We'll see. Probably neither of them will qualify. Sad. All right, so let's move on to the grand final. First, let's talk about what we think of the Big Five. So the top of the odds right now is Italy. What do we think? Do Are they going to win this? 
I mean, obviously, I always root for Italy to win. <laughs> so uh, this isn't any different from any other year. I love Italian entries, but at the same time, I feel like even though I always like super root for Italian entries, when they go high, they just don't seem to get there. So I don't think they're going to win. I mean, they always seem to underperform expectations, but just from the staging clips that I have seen and from the reports from the press center, like apparently it's excellent. I mean, it's just the traditional rock setup. No, but the staging is like... I very much agree with Alex on this, actually. All the reports from the press center have been how amazing Manaskin is and like how... Okay, so I feel like my beef with them is that it became, like, they're so professional. And I feel like professional is just coded for, like, not a pop song and not a ballad. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I understand that they, like, put a ton of money into pyro. And I think, like, compared to Italy's staging in the past, that is, like, horrible. <laughs> it is, like, very fine. But I feel like I was, like, re- I feel like I, I feel like I got very hyped up to be like, this is obviously going to win. And then, like, seeing the clip so far, I was like, okay, yeah, like... It's a glam rock performance. Like, it looks fine. Like, they're obviously edgy and stand out. But I don't think it was, like, I wasn't as blown away as some other people are. I, like, I told myself I would always go with the odds on this. And I don't want to go with the odds now. Um, (laughs) Because Italy and France obviously shot up to the top of the rankings. But, yeah, I feel like I've just been burned by Italy and France in the past. I don't know if it's a big five thing and only getting one performance or, like, what it is. But I feel like with France, like, with Madame Monsieur and, like, Amir Je Cherche, like, I got, like, we've been burned there before. And then Italy, like, is always close and then doesn't pull it out. Mm -hmm. And for some reason for that, I'm, like... I, I mean, I feel like my biggest mover of the week was definitely Iceland. But I think, like, has been the dark horse that, like, people in the fandom didn't think would win because it wasn't as good as last year. But they just, like, everything I've seen of their staging, like, it's not as different, but they just fill up the stage so well and they're so quirky with their personalities. And I also just don't... I think it's a little silly to vote against Malta still. Um, People have obviously been underwhelmed by the staging. I have to say, kind of personally, the more I've looked at the clips and some other clips, mm-hmm. the more I think that, like, people just had too high expectations and, like, it could actually really come off well. But, yeah, I think I feel very... I, I'm just, like, I'm, it's, I don't want to compare it too much to Toy by Meta, but I feel like it's just a little similar right now where, like, everyone was underwhelmed by Toy staging and Cypress rocketed in the odds, and everyone was like, no, like, France is going to win, actually, because their song is really quality. And at the end of the day, it was like, nope, like, that song you thought was going to win the whole time, like, the staging was just good enough to make it work. And then, like, that's what <laughs> happened. And, like, that's kind of how I feel like this might end up going. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I think, regarding Italy, I think the performance is there for sure, and the song is cool, and it's standout. Um, Matt said, like, rock, does turn some people off so i think maybe televote might not be fully there for it and jury vote might not be fully there for yeah, it but i mean rock has won you they have time. but remember yeah. like hard rock hallelujah was like kitschy af so it was people weren't just voting because it was a rock song people were like "Ooh, monster costumes right mm-hmm. this is more like and i think this is a highly appealing rock song and i think there's so many people i've heard who like say I don't like rock but this is awesome so there's absolutely potential for it to capture people's attention and, and votes 
So I, I don't by any means want to count them out. Um, I'm just saying that like I think it's risky to bet on a rock song. The fact that they've done so well so far, the fact that they even got here is huge from Italy. But yeah, I, I just again I like I don't know if I would bet on a rock song. Regarding France, I I don't want it to win. I think I'm with you on that part. But I have a feeling that just because it's so it is so French. <laughs> And, like, that chanson style has, like, a lot of, like, global cultural cachet. People are very drawn to it. Um, like, it's the kind of stuff that, like, young people studying French and also their grandmothers watching are going to vote for, I think. So, like, got multi-generational appeal. It's, I think, really expertly staged. Like, even if it's, like, exactly the same as the national final, which is kind of, like, from the clips I've seen, it basically is... Like that was so well staged, and I think it it's gonna it's obviously gonna do very well. I don't know if it'll win, but I also would not count it out by any means. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I still think I I guess I kind of agree a little bit more with Bart in that I think that like France and Italy are gonna kind of underperform of of what the projection I guess is right now. I'm really interested just because we haven't so much talked about about the others mm-hmm. um, to see <laughs> what like James Newman's going to be able to pull out for the UK. Um, just because like I feel like he gave us the song that we needed, but I don't know if he has what it takes to actually like pull it off. The UK tends to also underwhelm in staging. And then for Spain, uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, I do like him, but I do like Blas, but I, I, I'm not, just not sure. I don't think Jen Drake's going to do great. I mean, I think that the top, like, I really, really like the Netherlands this year. But Do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I really like Italy and I really like France. But I think that if I'm being 100% honest with myself, I think that these, like, already, like, qualifying countries aren't going to do as great as um, the ones coming in from the the semis. The semis. I mean, I like, I do agree with you that like, there's absolutely the potential for them to underperform. I think, and of the, of the automatic qualifiers, I think Italy and France are really the only ones that stand chance. Mm-hmm. The Netherlands, I really like them. And I just, I sincerely hope that they don't get last place like host countries always do. Like, like at least I really hope they get like left side of the scoreboard because they really deserve it. <laughs> that's what, that's what Georgia is for this year. <laughs> well, they're not making it to the final, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just really, I really want him to do well. I have no expectations of jean winning this thing. Like Denmark can, I mean, I like the song, but let's face it, like... Yeah. <laughs> I think Yendrick, by no means do I think is going to win. I think Dark Horse for a top 10 finish. I think I've soured on Yendrick a little bit. Really? Yeah. I feel, like just, I feel like it seems a little bit like too much, and I'm not really sure he's pulling off the performance. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, I like, which I would agree with the odds, but just like originally putting a cutoff, I think it's going to be Italy, France, Malta, or Iceland. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one of those four. Obviously, something could really surprising happen, but I think it's really open between those four. 
I think the one thing that's like really hard to predict is just going to be who's watching Eurovision this year and what do they want. Mm-hmm. Like, not to Americanize things too much, but like, look, knowing the context here, like almost every major live event here, like the Oscars, like those kind of like Grammys, like those big kind of events, viewership has like plummeted. Um, and it's not going to be a thing where like people aren't going to be in bars watching Eurovision this year in Europe. Coronavirus yeah, but those reasons. also like aren't the major people voting. No, but so, but like so like who does that leave voting? Like it's probably going to skew older, and like people who are just in the routine of watching. It would be my guess, but I'm still not sure. But I think it will impact. Probably you won't have as many people casually tuning in. Um, it's going to be like a more specific demographic than normal in a way that I can't really predict because I don't know the context well enough, but that is where, and then what do they want? Like, do they want something like really edgy, like Italy? Like if it does skew older, do they just like, like the old chanson style of like, voila, which is like, I think what like some of the odds makers might be kind of booking on. Or do they want just like a banger like Malta or like a quirky song like Iceland? I think that, I think that if like, if we're going to assume that, you know, like, since like people aren't going to bars and stuff, then I would actually argue that it's not like necessarily just going to skew older, but it's going to just skew towards like families probably like mm-hmm. watching it together would be more isolated. And then that would like include the kids. And I think that, uh, younger generations, like maybe even parents just cause it has like that rock phenomenon. So if you're coming from like the eighties, like you're probably appreciating a little more like hard, music that's real and like not artificial and then for the purposes of like teenagers and down or like you know in that area i think that italy would still be super attractive because it's like kind of against the traditional eurovision which i would say that that was a lot of the reason why people voted for hard rock hallelujah and it wasn't just necessarily because they were in monster costumes but it was kind of like this oh, this is, like, something that isn't like everything else, and I can get behind this. And that song, especially with everything else that's out now, like, there are so many pop-bops, there are so many ballads. This is something that isn't any of those. And I know that, like, Finland has that, too, but this is, I think... Finland's not in this. (laughs) No, I know, I know. But I'm just, like, out of the lineup that we have, I think that that is an advantage that Italy has. Yeah, I was going to say, I think my similar reasoning, but for a different outcome, is that that's why I can see Iceland doing well, because it feels like a way that, like, a multi-generational, like, watching with a family, like, it's quirky, it's about a family, like, you know, like, it has lots of hooks, but it's, like, very, like, family, like, the most family-friendly of Mm -hmm, those, and, like, that's where I can see it kind of, like, all of a sudden, like, jumping up, like, in just people's minds, because they're like, oh, like... That was really fun for us to all watch together. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can agree with that. And I think to your to your point about like what people want, I did hear a good argument for Italy that like if we're talking about like capturing people's mood in COVID, this kind of like aggressive, kind of angry, like rock song mm-hmm. toward the end of COVID when we're just like on the cusp of going back to real life and just really frustrated and ready, like that could be it, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, like People might just want either like the Iceland Courtney Bop forget about their problems type thing or the Destiny kind of like high energy empowerment, like mm-hmm. uh, just just like dancing Bop too. Um, yeah. Or they could be sad and want France or we didn't talk about Switzerland, which at one point was pretty much topping the odds and has fallen 
significantly, but that happens sometimes to, to leaders and maybe like the odds aren't necessarily in their favor going right into the competition, but they were at, at some point. So, I mean, I, do we think Switzerland has a chance at all or is it more of like a dark horse type? I think, I mean, I think we'd all agree that a slow ballad wasn't going to do well already this year. And then it has really tanked in the odds with the staging, I think rightfully. Um, and then another thing that I wanted to mention is like <laughs> the splitting of the vote, right? Like we have so many great pops and apart from like Iceland, France and Italy, I mean, <laughs> there are going to be so many people who are like, I like this and this, and then just pick one. Like, I don't see people who are voting on the day who haven't focused on it like we have just like being certain about it. like it's a very strong top yeah i mean yeah. i also can't you vote more than once you can vote up to like 20 times or something ridiculous yeah, so you're not gonna like yeah vote 20 times i mean yeah, i think you can like give one vote to each of your faves kind of thing you know i think it's just just like based on I mean, maybe this could be a really faulty number, but I feel like looking back, like, I feel like this year does feel more open than most years, and that there sure. is, like, a whole batch of songs I feel like they could win right now, because, like, we so don't know what that demographic is going to be, who's watching, what they're looking for, like, I mean, are they going to be in a good mood that day? Like, for all we know, like, they could have, like, you know, like, yeah. is, like, I just don't, I see the argument that it, I just feel like, Fin, like, Hard Rock Hallelujah felt like more of a protest, and I don't, like, like kind of a protest against Eurovision, like, you know, just, like, a re- kind of reaction to it, and I don't get that sense as much of Italy's as much, like, it doesn't have that same kind of edge to it. And we're also in a very different era of Eurovision yeah. than we were in 2006. But I'm also, but maybe, like, but again, it's also not my kind of song, but so, like, maybe people do connect with it. So here's my question to you guys. Do you think that, like... <laughs> Shit's gonna go upside down if Flo Rida somehow does manage to make it to this performance. <laughs> God, who knows? Where the fuck is Flo Rida? <laughs> because I don't know, like, given COVID and like vaccine distribution, I'm like, is the US like in the best standing right now? Like, how do people <laughs> feel about this? Like, when they see Flo Rida, they think about the US, are they like, get the fuck out of here? Are they like, ah, oh, we missed you. We haven't seen you in over a year? <laughs> I think. Yeah, despite the fact that, like, the Flow Rider thing, like, broke the fandom, um, the the reaction from, like, people I just know in real life to who I showed this to were like, oh, haha, ha, Flow Rider, and then they still don't give San Marino that many points, you know? So I don't know if it's really that big of a draw, but then again, those are mostly not Americans. the actual yeah. voters, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like San Marino will absolutely do very well and get the best results San Marino has ever gotten. For sure. I don't think it's in a running to win. I think it's in a running for a top 10 finish, maybe even a top 5, but I don't think it's in a running agree. to win. Okay, so we have our just top contenders. We have Italy, France, Malta, Iceland. Are there any dark horses? Okay, that's a no. I don't <laughs> I mean, I would just say Iceland. I would consider Iceland a dark horse still. Okay. So it's like... like it has kind of climbed up the odds slowly, but I think a lot of people counted Iceland out. And I think that, like, people in the fandom could be surprised by, like, how much it resonates with people. My dark horses like to win. Uh, yeah, or, Yeah, so. Lithuania. Lithuania, interesting. See, people have, like, 
counted Lithuania out. Well, I, like, really dislike Lithuania, so I don't <laughs> want, like, so, like, I just don't want it to win, but, like, I agree. I'm a little shocked by how much it's been counted out, because I thought I would be, like, sitting here really concerned that Lithuania was going to win. Yeah, I mean, because let's face it, like, they have that stage presence, right? It And even though, you know, like, we are, like, strong Eurovision people, like, we watched whatever came out, like, last year... But there are going to be a lot of people who are seeing the root for, like, the first time and are going to, like, have that energy. And this song is, like, I mean, it's a good song, but, like, the way they perform it, like, I can see being a dark horse and actually doing a lot better and, like, being a bigger part of the conversation than we're having about it right now. Um, just because that's one of those songs, like, you're going to remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's true, but I also think that, Lithuania and Iceland are fighting for the same votes, and I think Iceland would get that vote if we're talking about vote splitting at all. Like, mm-hmm. I just Iceland is the better package. Like, they're both kooky and they're both quirky and they're both cute and fun. But I think it's it's just very clear that Iceland is better. That's just my my take on it. I don't think Lithuania has like a chance. Like, I think there there's absolutely a potential for them to come top ten. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the only the only thing I, I might disagree a little bit on is, like, I'm not super sure that they're competing for the same votes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that, that they're definitely, like, top ten, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. But they're, like, the dark horse. Like, maybe? Like, maybe. I, I wouldn't be super surprised if they rose. In the- yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to pick an, a dark horse from, from this list, uh, Lithuania would be it. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so let's talk about who do you, who just who's your like most improved throughout the season, and who are you like most looking forward to seeing at the competition, regardless of winning potential or not? I think those are very different questions. <laughs> I mean, you can answer them separately. Okay. I think for my most improved, well, I kind of expected Iceland to approve when they weren't on that cramps national final, like national final quote unquote performance stage, and they did. I would have to say for you, Max, Russia, um, Russian woman, I just don't think it's, I think it's like very far from winning. And I, but like, I thought it like might struggle to get out of the semi. And I think that like, because of like the really interesting performance and just like cultural background they have, I think that it like just visually looks very different from everything else that's going on. So I think it will make it, like, I think it'll now easily qualify. Whereas before I was like, it might not make it out of the semi. The one other dark horse I would kind of say is Norway Ticks. I yeah. just feel like I don't think it's going to win, but I feel like it could have a Kano moment mm. where, like, all of a sudden, or, like, it honestly reminds me of that horrible Poland song, like, Color of Your Life by, like, oh Michał Szpak. <laughs> like, I feel like all of a sudden, like, it might, be like, mm. do really well in Televote and, like, not win, but, like, piss us off with how well it does. <laughs> I mean, like, he is, like, a name, so, exactly. like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, especially younger generations just, like, threw their vote at him, like, oh my god, can you imagine if Ticks were, like, the winner, like, that yeah. would be sick. I do just feel like, like, I can kind of see that happening. I mean, otherwise, I mean, I think we talked about this before, Max, but, like, for me, like, personally, just pulling for Malta, I mean, the what I will be watching the semifinals for is just, like, does the bridge in Jimakas land <laughs> the way that they want it to land like yeah. if it lands and like 
the one kind of part that I saw in that lead up to like her big notes, like it seems like they could be doing it right. If they can land that bridge, I think like she's back into running all of a sudden, like immediately. Like it is like the moment I'm most excited for seeing on stage by far. And if it doesn't land, then she's not going to win. Fair. I, I absolutely agree with that, actually. Um, I would say my my most improved is Cypress by a lot. I was like, I mean, I kind of like the song, but I didn't really have high expectations. That staging clip is probably the best one of all of them. It is incredible, and I think this is going to be easily make me a top five performance. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it has a potential to win. I actually don't think it does. I was the only one of us to give Cypress points. <laughs> yeah. Before we saw the stagings. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's going to do really well. I don't think it's going to win, but I'm really excited to see it, too. Um, I can't put Rush as my most improved because it was already so high. <laughs> uh, but it is the performance I'm the most excited to see. I would add really quickly on that, because um, I remember it as soon as you started talking, Max. One other one. I think my points were relatively stable this year, weirdly. But Iceland was one that moved up a point, and then my other one was Ukraine, Ooh. which I feel like is kind of interesting because they're both ones where, like, especially for Ukraine, we talked about how, like, they're, like, their songs from last year, and then Ukraine had, like, two versions of this year's song, how it felt like la- the old one were kind of um, overshadowing their new one. And then, like, the one thing is for both of those, like, the one thing that their old songs don't have is, like, a Eurovision stage performance. And both Iceland and Ukraine, after I saw their clips, like, I felt like it really came alive. Like, Goa's Shum, like, it's, they have, like, weird, like, android people, like, running, which seems, like, really low-tech, but, like, you get really amped up, like, watching it, because they're just, like, running with the beat, like, in the background. It's, like, I was, like, but it was, like, very emotional for some reason, but I don't really know how to explain why, but I think those were the ones that, like, I was like, oh, I'm revisiting them and giving them more points. So yeah. I was super excited because none of you had brought up Ukraine to be like, well, <laughs> let me tell you, like, I'm really excited to see this performance. And then Bart literally says everything I was going to say about it. <laughs> like, no, you brought up the... The one oh, time Alex had a good take, you stole it. <laughs> I approve of your take, Alex. Oh, thank you. No, um, I'm really excited to see them, though. Um, I, I do mm-hmm. kind of like this song more than the other one, and I think that the staging is great, and I'm super excited to see them. Um, yeah, so just, like, as a personal note, then that's going to be super exciting. I love that Ukraine, like, I think originally before the stagings came out, people were like, is this the year Ukraine isn't going to qualify? And now there's just, like, no mm-hmm. uh, like no question as to whether or not they're going to, like, continue being, like... Probably actually after this year, end up the only country with a perfect qualification record. So, um, and I'm also excited to see uh, to say perform voices because even though I mean honestly, it, it's like a really strong Eurovision season, but like I do like that song. Like just because I don't, just because I like I haven't put it in my top ten doesn't mean that that it doesn't deserve some love from me, especially on this podcast. So. Um, I'm actually proud of, I hope, I hope I'm not misspeaking, but I think I'm proud of all the, the, um, Scandi countries. Like, like I, I like 
Denmark song and like I can't wait to like go to Denmark and sing it in a karaoke bar <laughs> with like my Danish friends and just be like this song's so inappropriate but also so hilarious like I love that it that they they're bringing kind of those throwback vibes and ticks like yeah like I keep saying like this is the worst song but like I sing it all the time like I just randomly think about it and I'm like I'm a fallen angel I hate everything about ticks but like the like do 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 like that kind of like weird <laughs> intro interview gets stuck in my head I'm like so angry I remember when you're like I don't even remember what the song I don't know like. what the rest of the song like. <laughs> I remember like those little notes and then finally like I said like <laughs> I can't stop laughing at the fact that like yeah I'm excited about the prospects of Iceland winning but then also just like Icelanders like then thinking about the cost of hosting Eurovision and what it would mean for the country of Iceland is like also kind of hilarious and I really want them to win so they can think about that fair enough fair enough okay so just real quick um do we have a biggest disappointment um two easily come to mind first Switzerland's staging is bizarre and not in a good way like there's all these weird cuts and like weird dance moves when like he should just be standing there um and then to answer a question from earlier, Alex, like James Newman cannot at all pull off that song. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, so horrible. I don't even care about the trumpets that much, but like the voice is bad. Like it's all like that was for a year of a lot of rehearsals. And I was like, oh, this is all fine. That was the one I watched. I was like, oh, honey, like, no. I'm with you on that. That was I hate the trumpets, but I also hate everything else. Uh, and then my biggest disappointment was, you know, coming away from last year, the song that I was listening to the most was Vasile, and now he's literally <laughs> dead bottom. Like, here I stand, I just, I hate so much. Like, I can't even, when it comes <laughs> on, like, anger builds up in me. Like, I could have the best day of my life and just turn angry in the span of, like, a micro minute because of this song. Um, so, Vasile, how dare you? How dare you do that to me? Put me through that. Thank you. Yeah, I think my biggest disappointment for throughout the season coming up into Eurovision is maybe Croatia because I was so into it at the beginning. I loved Croatia. Like, and then just, I think the staging from the clips that we saw, it's going to be fine, but I just loved the performance of Dora. Like, it was just so on point and just it's now it's just fine and I'm sad because like I definitely gave it a lot of points in my journey but <laughs> I think on the night I probably wouldn't we'll see you know TBD but yeah also I know I'm already underwhelmed and don't like uh Australia's performance it's already the worst one so <laughs> other than Basile <laughs> all right the clip actually isn't bad but it's a way it's it's way better than the Pride perform than the Sydney Mardi Gras performance. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. For sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. So we have the results of our annual Star Spangled Jury. Woo! Um, firstly, thank you so much to everyone who submitted their top tens. Um, we had a lot of participants this year, so you know, very excited to announce. But before we do that, let's go through our individual top tens because we are the professional jury that makes up 50% of the score. 
So, Bart, do you want to start with your with your top ten? I'll start with my top ten. I'm giving one point to Australia. Unless I still think it is a great recorded version, although I acknowledge Alex's point that the Sydney Mardi Gras performance was worse. That is the one that I will most be holding my breath for when we see it live. Like, <laughs> is it going to be okay? You know, it would be funny if she got three recordings and then it was still just so atrocious. I was like, <laughs> see, like, even, even with multiple shots, you're terrible. <laughs> I'm giving two points to Switzerland, three points to Ukraine. Four points to Greece, which apparently our whole televote disagrees with me on, but you can go fuck yourself as climate change deniers. I would like to point out that Greece got exactly one point in the televote. And that's 39th why, place. That's why we have the jury to fix issues <laughs> like that. Five points to Eden at Israel. Um, the whistle notes are flawless. Six points to Netherlands. Seven points to Iceland. Eight points to my girls from Serbia. 10 points to San Marino, and my douze points go to Destiny at Malta. Of course. All right, Alex. Okay. My first point goes to Cyprus. Um, two points to Lithuania. Three points to Denmark. You know, they always have to be there. I roll. Um, <laughs> four points to Israel. Five points to Iceland. Six points to San Marino. Seven points to Ukraine. 8 points to the Netherlands, 10 points to Italy, and 12 to a girl from Malta, Destiny. Woo! All right. Okay. So my ten, my points. I gave one point to Italy, which I realize is a little low, but that's, that's where I am. Two points to Denmark, three points to Iceland, four points to the Czech Republic, five points to the Netherlands, Six points to San Marino, seven points to Croatia, eight points to Ukraine, ten points to my Russian woman, Manisha, and twelve points to the one and only Destiny from Malta. So that means between the three of us, when combined into a 12-point scale, the top ten from the jury, we have one point to Croatia, two points to Serbia, three points to Israel, Four points to Russia, five points to Italy, six points to Iceland, seven points to Ukraine. In third place for the jury is the Netherlands with eight points. Second place is San Marino with ten points. And the recipient of our twelve points is obviously Malta. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now we have our quote-unquote televote score, which is all of you lovely fans who submitted your points so I have people who max coerced into giving points to shit no I had a friend who <laughs> we had a good mix no, of people I coerced people Alex coerced <laughs> and then actual fans who submitted their top tens oh my god thank you <laughs> alright so the televote one point goes to Ireland two points go to France three points go to San Marino Four points go to the Netherlands, five points to Italy, Israel gets six points, seven points to Ukraine, in third place for eight points is Russia, uh, second place with ten points is Iceland, and the twelve points from the televote go to our girl Destiny from Malta! Woo! That Yay! means combined vote. Our winner is, once again, 
Malta. Woo! Destiny, bring that shit home. We love you, Destiny. Two years running. 24 points from America. (laughs) But rounding off that, we have Iceland in second place with 16 points. And in third place, we have Ukraine with 14 points. So that is our top three. I'm not upset by that. Yeah, I I think it's very solid with that. Yeah. San Marino got fourth. Russia got fifth. Netherlands got sixth. Italy got seventh. Israel, eighth. France, ninth, and Serbia, 10th. Running up the top 10. I feel like I really pulled Serbia over the finish line yeah, there. Absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah, I, yeah. No. Actually, interestingly enough, yeah, you pulled Serbia over the top 10, and then the Televote put, for, pulled France into the top 10, because none of us gave France any points. Um, I don't even hate France. I just don't want it to win for some I think reason. It's like, I think none of us, like, hate it, but it's not in any of our top 10s, you know? yeah. Um, all right, so that's the jury. The jury trophy goes to, or sorry, that's yeah, the Star Spangled Jury prize this year goes to Malta. I was like, oh, if we like give a trophy to the jury, then the judges should get one too, and I want one, like a nice big one. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll get that, I'm sure, once I cough up some cash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that is it for our predictions. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an amazing season. We have one more episode coming for you, which will be our official Eurovision debrief coming on hopefully next Monday. Yeah, we'll either be popping champagne when you listen next because Destiny won, or like it'll be 30 minutes of us crying. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, or we're going to be popping mezcal, like (laughs) as if it were champagne. (laughs) No, honestly, if it, but like if Italy wins, or Iceland wins, that I'm still going to be super happy and drinking the champagne, so... I mean, I'm excited because on Saturday I will discover where I'm spending my 30th birthday. Because <laughs> I'm going regardless. I don't care. <laughs> That's kind of why I also don't want it to be in Paris, because I've been to Paris. We've done that. I want a new place. I have very strategic voting in mind. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week for the debrief, uh, and that is it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy watching.